on this episode of K-Pop. Which is better, living in a big city or a smaller city here in Korea? What can you expect your living conditions to be like if you're thinking about coming to Korea? And our very own different living conditions that we've each had during our time in Korea. All of this and more on this episode of K-Pod. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Juangdong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City. It's K-pop, life in Korea, with your hosts Scott, Marco, and Adam. Welcome back to K-pop, life in Korea, with some of the people that live and work right here in South Korea. Once again, I'm one of the hosts, Scott, and back for this season, we have Adam sitting to my right. How's it going, Adam? Very good, thank you. Happy to be back. And this season, we got a new co-host sitting to my left. We have Marco. Marco, how's things? Very good. Thanks for having me. So in this episode of K-Pod, like I said at the beginning, we'll be talking about living conditions here in South Korea. So we're going to start off with big cities versus small cities, and then we'll get into the different types of housing that you might find here in South Korea. And around the end, we'll get into our own experiences and the different type of living places that we've stayed in while we've been here in South Korea. So the first part of the podcast, we're going to talk about big cities versus small cities. Uh, I don't know what you would consider Changwon City. It's kind of a middle, wouldn't you say? Middle city, Adam? Yeah, I'd say, well, since uh, Changwon and Masan and Jinhae have kind of come together to be uh, not the... Not one city, but three interconnected cities. Uh, I'd say it's probably mid-level. So some of the bigger cities, obviously, in Korea are like Seoul, Busan, Daegu. Uh, Marco, have you lived in any other city in Korea other than Changwon? I have not. I have only been in Korea two years, lived in Changwon the whole time. And Adam, you've only lived in Changwon too, right? Yeah, only Changwon. And same for me. I pretty much lived all my entire time here in Masan. But we've all been to other cities here in Korea, right? Right. So, Marco, have you been to Seoul? Yeah, several times. And what were some of your experiences there? It's a little overwhelming the first time I visited. Uh, I had only been here for about three weeks. We had a conference for my school. Like I work for a big chain academy. And we had a conference, and then we went to Hongdae, which is a big nightlife area in Seoul. And it was way crowded. There were buskers side by side, like singing different songs. Okay, and Adam, what cities have you been to? You've been to Busan, uh, obviously. Yeah, I've been to uh, Seoul, Busan, Daegu. I've been down to Jeju. I'm going to Jeju again soon uh, for the Lunar New Year holiday. And I've been to some of the smaller cities as well. I've been down to um, Goje City and even small, where I work right now is essentially the countryside, which is uh, north of Changwon. Okay, so let's start with bigger cities then. What could people expect in a big city in South Korea? So like expenses is obviously probably an issue. Mm-hmm. Bigger cities are 
probably costs more. You know, there's obviously a lot more choices when it comes to restaurants and food. I've always found big cities that are the same in every country, very Western. Adam, what do you think about big city life? Big cities, well, I jotted down a few pros and cons. Uh, I'd say nightlife for big cities is definitely a big pro. You have a lot of variety um, in terms of clubs and pubs and places to go, not only for drinking, but also, uh, you, you know, there's a wide range of cultural events and places, museums, places like that. Uh, you mentioned the expenses, so I'd say, especially for real estate, that would be a con uh, because real estate prices in places like Seoul are sky high. Um, but another pro, I'll just mention a few more pros, like the transportation, the, the convenience of the subway system is very good, uh, especially in Seoul, you can get virtually anywhere by subway. Uh, you're close to an airport. So when you're traveling, when you're making travel plans to go to, let's say Thailand or the Philippines or China, getting to the airport is a lot easier if you live in a big city than say, if you live an hour or two away, you have to get up very early and worry about traffic and things like that. Yeah, travel's uh, quite easy everywhere in South Korea. Yes. I mean, regardless of where you live, it's pretty easy to get to any city. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about big cities, Marco? Uh, big cities are, there are a lot more foreigners you're going to find in big cities. So there's a lot more community. As far as expenses go, It I think it depends on the city because Changwon isn't really a big city, I would say, a medium size, like you said, but it's more expensive than a lot of... It's a big city for me because it's pretty much around the same size as one of, you know, the biggest city in Canada type thing, right? In terms of population, give or take. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Toronto is probably about 3 million. Uh, I think we got to take into account. suburbs. Yeah. If you take into account the greater Toronto area, it's more, maybe closer to like 8 million, I think. Uh, uh, I come from Columbus, Ohio, which like if you count the metropolitan, like the suburbs, it's about 2 million people, around 2 million. And Changwon, like total, is just over 1 million. So it's a little smaller, but Columbus was cheaper, except for cabs. Cabs here are really cheap. like Cabs and buses. And buses, yeah. And you mentioned communities, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of foreigners in bigger cities, so yeah. more communities. But don't you find probably in a smaller city that... The community might be a little more, you know, tight. Definitely. And you kind of get to know everybody. Like, let's say we'll call Changwon a smaller city for South Korea. How do you find the community here in, in Changwon? Well, city? yeah, I was, when I was jotting down ideas about big cities, I said the foreign communities there seem a little bit more like clicky. Like, yeah, uh, you got your different kind of groups, pockets of people. But here, it's almost like everyone comes together. You know, everyone's pretty cool with each other. I don't, I've never really seen many fights here. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, everybody has their circle of friends, but the circle of friends intermingle so much in Changwon. And again, I'm not a big city type person, so I like the fact that you can pretty much live anywhere here in South Korea. And when, you know, within four hours or so, you can get to wherever you want to get in South Korea. So I kind of like living away from Seoul. And being able to, if I want to go there for a weekend to do some shopping or something, it's not an issue. It's really nice that Busan is also right there. It's only half an hour away from Changwon. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say on Busan, Adam? Uh, Yeah, well, Busan's great. Um, 
if I had to move to a different city, I would probably choose that place. Um, but I'm content here in Changwon because I have friends from ages ago here. I've been here for a long time. I'm almost going to become one of those Changwon dinosaurs, but, um, <laughs> like me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, and I like, I like Changwon because it has a lot more green spaces, um, a lot more parks and places like that to hang out in the summertime. So. All right, next up, we're going to be talking about some of the different kinds of housing that you could expect here in Korea. And then a little later on, we'll get into some of our own experiences and where we've lived in terms of housing. So different types of housing. We've got apartments, studios, villas, uh, houses, which they call Jutek. Mm -hmm. What do you think most people who come to Korea get with their first job or their first year here in South Korea? Uh, Marco? I would probably guess a studio. Most of people I know have started in studios unless uh, you're a married couple or you're more experienced, then you might get something a little better. So a studio is, for those who don't know, that's kind of like a one-room, everything's-in-one-room type thing. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, it's uh, everything's-in-one-room, and except for the bathroom. Bathroom's separate. So you have your bed, your TV, and your kitchen's kind of off on one wall type thing. Right. Yeah. But are they a fair size? They're not compared to other countries. Like I've heard Japan is very small. Yeah, Jap Japanese uh, studios are a little bit smaller, I'd think. I think I got, I got pretty lucky when I came back to Korea because my I have a one room but uh, a studio and it's it's pretty spacious for one room, you know. I think it really depends though on it just depends on the studio because I've stayed in two since I've come here and the one I live in now I like better because it's more open because it's bigger. Mm -hmm. But the one I stayed in first it was one room but it did have a lofted area where the oh, bed was. Yeah. And then, uh, like, corals is tiny. Yeah, it's very small. And going back to, like, bigger and smaller cities, I think that probably the bigger city that you're in, the smaller the place you might get. No, because it's way more expensive. And just the number of people. Like, I'm guessing Seoul, like, studios in Seoul are probably, can be very small. Yeah. Compared to something you might get, say, here. But I think the smaller the city the better the odds are that you'll get a bigger place to live. Like houses, you know, I've pretty much always lived in houses, and it's usually shared, either like the first floor is, you know, somebody else, and then you might have the second floor. But uh, villas is pretty much small, like an apartment building without an elevator. So you got you might have to take stairs. Yeah, that's what I live in now, actually. Which is usually at most, I think, four floors. Three or four floors? It's uh, Mine is four floors, yeah. And a roof where I dry my clothes. And you use the whole thing? The roof? I mean, you share the roof with... Uh, yeah, yeah. People just put their clothing racks up there. and uh, Except for in the wintertime, I bring, I bring the clothing rack down. And, and apartments can, you know, basically have multi-rooms within an apartment complex. There are some big apartment complexes here in south korea yes oh, even yeah. in the city like metro city and some other ones i don't know the ones daydog is pretty big mm -hmm. was it daewoo the ones with the lights on top i think there's a lot of new ones too they're always building yeah so basically what you can expect is a one room studio style with your you know if you're coming to south korea with your new job 
And again, maybe the smaller the city that you decide to go to, the better odds of getting a you know more accommodation or a bigger place to stay. I think it also depends on the neighborhood. Um, so I don't live downtown in Changwon. I live a little bit on the outskirts, and my neighborhood is really, really quiet, I was going to say, because the downtown core is quite noisy with all the traffic and everything and people out drinking and, you know, walking around. But when I go home, it's like my neighborhood is dead. And I really like that. Like, it's very peaceful and it's easy to get to sleep. So take that into account. It's the same for me. I kind of like the quiet area. Like the place I'm in in Masan is very quiet, especially at night. Mm-hmm. Marco, you live right around this area, don't you? Yeah, I live right... I live in Sangnamdong, which is the main downtown area, but I live right on the edge of Sangnamdong and Junangdong, which are like the two biggest bar areas in Changwon City. And yeah, it is... I'm fortunate that I am kind of on the edge of that, but it's. I still hear people. I still hear the cars. So anyway, if you're coming here, you can always negotiate to you know on your housing. Is it more common these days for people to get you know like whatever you call it an allowance and find your own apartment? I've always experienced that schools provide everything for you. Uh, in my contract, I'm allowed the option. Like, my school will provide it for me. They have one prepared. But if I don't like it, I can say I would rather have the allowance and then find my own. Can you do that your first year, though? It was in my contract my first year. But I that, I think that would be rather difficult your first year if you aren't familiar with Korean culture or the language. For people who are thinking about coming here, usually your first year round, the school will do everything for you. Right. So you will have a place. The more time you spend here, the more options that you'll have or you can, you know, negotiate or something like that. And the last part of the podcast here, we're going to get into some of our own experiences or personal stories on where we've lived or the type of housing that we've been in. So, Adam, what type of housings or housings, what type of accommodations have you lived in while you're here? When I first arrived, I worked at a Hogwan or private academy. Uh, I was given a pretty small apartment in a noisy neighborhood i had noisy neighbors i hated it uh luckily though one of one of the other foreign teachers left the school and i was able to move into his apartment which i thought was nicer uh, and then i left korea for a while i came back and i'm in my place now which is kind of like a small apartment building or villa as you mentioned and it's uh it's a little bit more spacious like i said it's kind of outside of the downtown core so it's nice I think if you're planning to come to Korea, you could talk to one of the other foreign teachers at your school and ask them, you know, ask them about the accommodation. Like, does your uh, boss take care of you or do they kind of just try to find the cheapest place for you, you know? And Marco, you you mentioned before you're just around two years here in Changwon City. So have you lived in the same apartment? I stayed in two different apartments. When I first came, someone went home for a while. Both apartments, though, right? Apartments. They're both apartments, but they're in two different buildings. Well, the first one I stayed in um, was it had the lofted area for the bed, and then everything else was downstairs. But the lofted area was not a separate room; it just was like a balcony type deal. Uh, and then now I just live in a normal studio, with just one big room with. You know, the bathroom is the exception as the other room. But I actually recently bought a lot of new furniture to up storage space because that is the issue with with uh, economies or studios is that there's not much storage space. So mm-hmm. I bought a lofted bed 
push my couch under it to add more oh, storage cool. space and open it up a bit. Yeah, that was one of the things I was going to mention in terms of living here. I think it all matters on, you know, how long you think you're going to spend in Korea. If you think you're going to spend possibly more than a year, you can make your home your home. And I think it's really important to do that. So I've lived in a variety of different places. Obviously, I've been here a while, I think, I don't know, 17 years, maybe. And uh, mostly lived in houses, which is what I've always preferred and asked for. I'm not a big apartment person or definitely not a studio. And over 17 years, you kind of accumulate quite a few things. Right. And uh, I just don't, I don't have the room to stay in a studio. Obviously, most of the, you know, furniture and all that's all mine. But definitely, if you make your home some, a place you enjoy going to, it makes life a lot easier here in Korea, I think. Like, uh, I don't know exactly how to say that, but, uh, like if you finish a day of work, it's really nice to go home to a place that you kind of enjoy being at. It's more comfortable. More comfortable. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, they get, you know, they finish work. They just want to go out. They might not enjoy spending time. I understand, like, if you're here for a year, you don't, obviously, you don't want to spend money on making your home a home. But I've, uh, checked out some really crappy places, but I can make it my home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With paint and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There are certain things you can invest in that are worthwhile too, like a nice couch goes a long way you know someplace to just chill out or if you want to get a tv and maybe a gaming console or something so that you can have some fun to do when you get home it's worthwhile so my first first year in korea uh i actually lived in my school yeah so what? W- when i got here w- one of the classrooms was kind of made into my bedroom so a classroom was you know they put a bed in it and stuff and uh just for you know a quick funny story obviously i had a lot of fun here my first year uh whatever you want to say that was whether you know whether it's going out or having a few drinks and or whatever but it was a. Uh, you know, it didn't have very big classes. It was only kind of me and uh, one Korean teacher that worked in the English department. And on certain days, uh, I would hear knocking on my door and, you know, it'd be students waiting in class wondering where I was type thing. So I would literally wake up, you know, this, we're talking 1.30, 2 p.m. And I would just kind of lay in bed until kids said, hey, teacher, class time. And I would just kind of crawl out of bed and run in and teach them and then go back, lie down some more. And during the 2002 World Cup, I remember uh, kids all just kind of piling into my bedroom and watching, you know, some of the soccer games on, a, on my little TV at that time. Did you enjoy that? Uh, I did not <laughs> enjoy it because uh, I didn't have hot water. Uh. So literally, like, I couldn't shower or anything like that. I didn't really have a shower. I had a little bathtub that you could maybe stand in, but there was no hot water anyway. I just wouldn't want my students to know where I live. Yeah, it's a privacy thing, right? Yeah. And I didn't have a washing machine or anything like that. Uh, you so, can make uh, friends at the laundromat. Uh, there was no laundromat oh. around at that time. So or, did your boss? Definitely, uh, I eventually just dropped all my dirty laundry off in front of my boss's house every week. Mm. And they did it. They actually lived on one of the other floors of the school. Oh. But the entire floor was 
done up like a house you know what i mean mm. but uh yeah it had some advantages and disadvantages my first year here i didn't care it was an adventure it was all new and uh i went out most of the time anyway that's some of our experiences living here in south korea so we went over bigger cities smaller cities i guess that that all depends on what you prefer so like bigger cities you you're, there's a more variety it'll be more like home let's say if you stay in a bigger city yeah better for shopping and things like that too so. oh yeah and and restaurants i guess right. food there's definitely a bigger variety of food in places like Seoul and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then we went into studios, villas, houses, apartments. Chances are you'll be staying in a studio your first year here, but you could always uh, ask about your living conditions before coming over. And then uh, we've all spent pretty much our time right here in South Korea, in Changwon City, so not too many experiences outside of this city. So that's kind of location and living conditions with our experiences here in South Korea. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Once again, I'm Scott. And I'm Adam. Adam. Adam, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Adam Maxwell Kent, or Instagram, at Everstalwart. And Marco. Marco, thanks for joining the show, by the way. And where can people get in touch with you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Marco Baia, B-A-I-L-L-E, uh, same Instagram handle. Or if you check out K-Pop Global. And you can get a hold of me with anything at changwaner.com or changwonderful.com or scott at changwaner.com. You can find this podcast at k-pod.cast.com. Or you can find it anywhere like iTunes or pretty much every single type of podcast place on the internet. You can find it, just look up K-Pod, Life in Korea. Thanks for tuning in, and please like, share, comment. Comment below what are some of your experiences with, in terms of your living conditions here in South Korea. Let us know in the comments below wherever you find this. Thanks for tuning in, and stay tuned for the next episode. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Jungangdong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you are in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some good food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City.